Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchise franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. Oh, and we are back for the first brand new episode of 2023. Cleaning off the cobwebs. Getting back out there. That's right. This is round two of the intro because I effed it up oh. in the first time. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah, you know, we just uh, we, we we went through all the Christmas episodes we could, and now we're back for some horror, which we haven't uh, fully dove into for a bit, um, which is exciting. This week, to kick this year off, we are going to be talking about the Scream franchise. Scream. Scream. which is exciting and uh i think uh this is one that is basically built for us (laughs) uh as as we go through you'll see why um and i'm sure you already know because you've seen the movie probably anyways thanks for being here before we get too far into things uh elias where can people reach out to us yeah you can find us uh on email and let us know your suggestions for future franchise and uh, episodes at sequel rights at gmail.com or find us on twitter instagram facebook or youtube at sequel rights uh, and please rate and review wherever you're listening. That helps us find new listeners and uh, bring old listeners back into the fold or share it out on your social media uh, on get some Mastodon toots out there. <laughs> oh my God. Are they really called toots? <laughs> they are. Yeah. I think I heard that before. People still talk, talking about Mastodon? I never got into I don't, that. I don't it's think too so. Much, it's too much. We're so old now. <laughs> it's too much. Well, uh, you may or may not be aware uh, that there is a brand new Scream movie coming out this March, uh, March 10th. And that's why we chose to do this. And, you know, there is actually, you might be like, wasn't there just a Scream movie? In fact, there was just last year. (laughs) (laughs) They're going back to the days of uh, new movie a year, which, you know, for us is great. Yeah, we'll see how it is for general audience. We should talk about our history with the franchise because before you guys like accidentally spoil anything for me, I was like, I have not seen any of these movies at all. Crazy. Um, so this was my first time seeing the original. Um, I was watching it with two of my roommates who are significantly younger than me, and Mm -hmm. they also were like, we've seen scary movie and we've seen like the mtv movie awards like parodies and this has all been parodied so much and i was like yeah i've seen that as well but i've never actually really sat down and watched scream that's funny so it was fun how about you guys uh i definitely had that same experience where the parodies were taken in before the actual uh movie but i i'd certainly watched it um, but not in a way that I, I super remembered or appreciated. So mm. I had a, I had a great time rewatching it, uh, for this. Yeah. I feel like for me, some of the things in this movie are like burned into my brain because like it definitely, you know, it came out in 1996 mm-hmm. when I'm like full on still in elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and it definitely was, you know, out at a time where these are, this is a super rated R mm-hmm. not supposed to be watching. But I feel like it was one of those ones where, like, maybe a friend got their parents to Mm -hmm. rent it or something, and I saw it kind of early because there's things in the, like, opening sequence that are, like, burned in my mind. And uh, 
are are really great. And so I saw it like, you know, I, I definitely, you know, cause I, cause, um, going back to this, I was like, Oh, they just put all the scary movies up on HBO max as well. And like, yeah. I'm, once I finish this movie, I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to go watch scary movie one. Cause I remember thinking those were freaking hilarious back in the day. And I, you know, looked to see when it came out thinking it came out probably pretty close to screen, but it was actually in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I don't think, I definitely had seen Scream before that, so I, I don't think I, it was a situation where I had seen Scary Movie first and then okay. Scream. And then, have you seen all of them that we're going to be watching? Or? I have seen all but the most recent one, the fifth one, Scream 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've seen all of them, I and I really wanted to see that one, I just didn't make it out yeah. in theaters, because it was still in the, you know, should we, should we not go. Oh, yeah. right. post mm-hmm. <laughs> almost post pandemic or whatever you want to say. Yeah. yeah. And so also we should say this one is on Paramount plus, mm. right? Is that where you watch it? I did. Um, and then I got confused cause I watched it by like typing scream into Roku. And then when <laughs> I came back later, I was like, wait, where was I watching it? And I, but I didn't want to like click on the wrong streaming service. Cause then I wouldn't remember like where I had, cause I had to like pause it to do something. And yeah, it was a big mess. But anyway, I eventually figured out it was Paramount plus. There's someone in my household that owns all of them on our Apple TV. So that was uh, convenient. Yeah. Nice. For me. <laughs> I had, I had that. That was the same here. I had just bought like the bundle and scream Four in order to be ready to watch scream five, which is scream. Yeah. 4 cause you were saying none of the rest are part of any streaming services. They're I don't all think rental. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was I, I was like planning to watch it in theaters and just didn't make it. Shout out to uh, our Lo- uh, Los Angeles locals. I saw I was at Revenge of yesterday in beautiful Glassell Park. It's an awesome comic book and uh, pinball store, and they had the box set Blu-ray of oh. all of the screams oh, on, nice. on display there. So you can go down there and pick it up. Yeah, because yeah, the, I, I I watched the like you know 4K version or whatever. That's because they put out the 4K version yeah. of Scream like in in, in ahead of the uh, newest one. Um. And yeah, I mean, you know, sorry that uh, you had to watch a Miramax film. Well, <laughs> it didn't. Uh, apparently, it's not actually Miramax. It was like Dimension, right? Yeah, which is like secret Miramax, secret Miramax. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I did get some nostalgia seeing that old Dimension logo yeah. come up. Yeah, it was Russ McGowan. We don't. Re- yeah, that's true. Right. We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, just, <laughs> we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to we'll it. Get to it. Start the movie. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, I'm a huge Scream fan. I love it. I, I'm not going to say that I know like all the ins and outs of everything. I, I, I was like, I remember who the killers are in this one. And I don't think I remember in the other ones because I haven't seen them for, <laughs> forever. Um, right. I did know like some of the people that were for sure going to live mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, I know that some of these people are in like other movies, but I didn't really know. Like it kept me guessing. Yeah. I'm super interested to hear uh, your perspective because yeah. Like, I, I feel like the the number of people who have never seen Scream are like increasingly rare. Um, so, but uh, yeah, why don't we dive into it? Scream, the original one from 1996. Hello. Hello. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Well, just some scary movie. Like scary movies. Uh huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. 
It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Like scary movies. What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Hey. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was like, there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a better place maybe to sit to end that trailer, but it was so long. I I was like, I can't. It's so long. Um, yeah, we ended it with uh, words of wisdom from Bert Gummer's son himself. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I miss Jamie Kennedy a little bit from the Tremors, even mm-hmm. though he's a complete weirdo, but he's yeah. very good in this movie. He is great. He is good in this movie. I mean, yeah. he, he gets to have like one of the most iconic moments. Certainly, of, of certainly. The film. Um. Speaking of iconic, uh, this opening sequence is just like fucking amazing. <laughs> it's one of the uh, probably one of the more famous cold opens. Cold to opens. A movie. Oh yeah. boy, do I just hear about cold opens constantly? <laughs> Everybody loves a cold yeah. open. It's actually maybe actually sort of uh, mandatory now yeah. for horror movies, <laughs> yep. pretty much, um, yeah. especially in the streaming era, because that's what makes them not. Uh, turn the movie off yep. <laughs> so but uh it does kind of like fall apart later when when you know everything comes out but i'm like but what was the point of the drew barrymore stuff <laughs> <laughs> well it's like i think when the movie first came out they did kind of like a um they, they, psycho like thing where they like made it look like she was maybe the main character oh yeah. okay. so when you went to go see it like you know she was like a bigger name yeah at that certainly. point so you go and see it like, oh, Drew ba- it's a, the new Drew Barrymore movie. And yeah. It's a horror film. And then she dies within the yeah, first Yeah, But like, it's definitely before the like Adam Sandler rom-com era of Drew Barrymore. Yes. Like far before. So no, yeah, she this looks is, so young. Yeah. This is like height of height of her fame. Or maybe. Yeah. I, I think it's like just before. I think it's kind of like her. Yeah. She's an adult now and she's back kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I was not gonna... since E.T. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, well, <laughs> not since E.T. I was gonna try to look uh, look up her uh, IMDb here and see, but it's gonna take me she a second. She's a fire wanna... starter, or whatever. Too. Right? If you fire guys want to vamp, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're well, certainly it's not quite Charlie's Angels. No, 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 no. yeah. Yeah, before this, it was like she but you was, could tell she just looks so much younger than yeah, she was those in Batman Forever, that we know. Wayne's oh, okay. World Two. I don't know. Yeah, so it was like little roles. She she was definitely not in her like headlining mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. yet, but yeah. uh, no, she's great because she's not you know she's not the dumb girl like she doesn't really do much that's like that dumb. She like makes a few errors here and there, but they're not like the most stereotypical like joke things. Yeah, either. yeah. This is like. I just love this opening sequence because it's like full of things that I had nightmares about when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, like uh, I, I had this like nightmare uh, about like being chased by some. I mean, you know, I was like, well, maybe it came from this. I don't know. Yeah. But I had this, I had this nightmare that was specifically about like being chased by someone in my home and then like screaming for my parents, uh, but and in seeing them and them mm-hmm. just like 
ignoring or not hearing. That was like a scary That's the thing. saddest part for sure. That yeah. they're right there. Yeah. Like. And so that happens in this and it's just like horrifying. And then I, I have like the thing that's always burned in my mind is that shot of her like hanging from the tree. Yeah. With the guts out and the like the fast zoom in there. Um, It's just yeah. so it's just so good. And it sets up the conceit of like the phone call and, uh-huh. and how this guy is like steeped in horror lore and like. All this stuff. I'm actually very curious if you're watching this with with some youths. Yeah, uh, of them being like, "Wait, you just pick, like you you'd pick up the phone and right. somebody and and they, somebody wouldn't know, and you'd just be like, yeah. Yeah, we they were just kind of like, oh, why would she even like talk to this guy? You know, like what's the deal? <laughs> but I mean, I you know they're not that much. They're not teens. They're sure. adults, so they do know a little bit of the phone. But we did have a discussion of like, wait, was Star is it Star sixty yeah. nine? Like, was that a thing already at this point? I mean, we she was dead, know. so she couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but later on in the movie, when uh, it would have gone to it. Well, right, right, right. Spoilers, yeah. But. So, anyways, yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we did talk kind of like about the phones and the That's funny. Um, the walking around and stuff. But really, they just kept being like, oh, I remember the like was up like one, and, uh, you know, like that was like the main thing. Yeah, that they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, it's That's a scary uh, movie, right? That is. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It, it is really funny. Yeah, they have that, you know, part where the, like the ghost face mask has like his tongue out. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I th- it is funny to think about how uh, sorry. Apologies if you can hear my daughter crying. <laughs> um, it's her bedtime and she doesn't want to go. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, I, it is funny to think like there's a moment that I think is really masterful for someone who like has, you know, who grew up during the like, you know, non cell phone era sure. and everything where like the parents go to call 911 and they pick up the phone. But like Drew Barrymore still has the phone oh, in her yeah. hands mm-hmm. and so she can hear her crying. Yeah. It's funny to think that there's people that would watch it and be like, I don't understand how that's like what? Uh, yeah. Like, right. I, mean, I don't get how that's kind of remind yourself. Yeah. You're like, that's oh, how that well, worked. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. But it's like in that moment, you're like, oh, man, that's such a smart way to use that. And like I love and I terrifying. Mean, just in general, the smart way where they like incorporate the fact that cell phones were like starting to be a right. thing in this, but people were still like, "How did they make a phone call from outside the house?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, it's just really iconic. It's done. It's directed. There's something that's really crazy in this movie is that most of it shot like insanely wide, like mm-hmm. to the point where like the edges of the frame were distorted. And it's yeah. a lot of these these pans, and the camera does kind of pick up and move, but it's a lot of like crazy wide and shot, and has this really voyeuristic, um, intrusive feel that it feels. That, the thing that I think that people loved about this movie is that it's meta as hell. Like mm-hmm. it's one of the things oh where God, it's like yeah. it's it is the horror movie for horror fans right. uh, that you know. Have, and and leading up to that point, the genre had kind of been dead. There's mm-hmm. not anything from the the earlier 90s that you know goes that harkens back to the the classics of the 70s or even you know even Wes Craven at this point yeah yeah well and everything had gone himself. like sequel crazy like they yep. even have a whole meta riff about like oh all the nightmare on elm street sequels were crappy yep. you know yeah well he, stuff, like, he only directed the first one right. <laughs> yeah I was, I was gonna i was gonna talk about this because i was like looking up like what other horror movies were coming out at that time and it yes. was like halloween six uh like but right before this and you know like leprechaun 2 and all, all these like Ooh. really long in the tooth uh sequels um i think it was like one of the later Candyman movies was out previously before uh-huh. this too yeah and like the thing with this movie is it came out on it came out on December twentieth. What? In nineteen ninety six. Oh damn. Wow. And 
in that time frame, it uh, it was up against Evita, same same day. Oh my god! <laughs> and, uh, right for me, and it made more money than Evita. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like yeah, the theatrical take was 173 million uh for this movie according to uh That's know, crazy to not go for the numbers. Com. That is very I guess you want the kids out of school. And it was just like it. yeah, I mean, so this movie was like a total phenomenon and that's yeah. why we're on scene number 6 at this point. Um and it's just like crazy to think like what horror movie nowadays could come out like on Christmas Day basically and make that much money. Like none of them. Yeah. <laughs> Violent Night just made a lot of mo- money, but not that much money. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And I like, I mean that, that movie is not going to become like a cultural phenomenon or anything. Well, it's going to become Violent Night too. Right. Already green. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but there's not, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, we'll I, see. No, I was I, just I, like, I this is, this is like a, it's like a crazy phenomenon. It was outside of like people that don't normally see horror. We're seeing it. Yeah, for sure. And it totally like revitalized the like slasher genre. Yeah. And like, you know, then yeah. we're, then we're getting all the urban legends and uh, what I'm sure. I mean, I we, we, we were summer. little children, but I'm sure if you were in high school and you didn't see this movie, you were like the most lame, like yeah. loser. Well, and, like if your parents, even among the losers, <laughs> yeah. the losers were seeing it and being like, Oh yeah, you know, you're a loser for not seeing and it. And that's the thing to like talk about of Kevin Williamson. This is his first script and you know, he's gone on to do a lot of things, but you know, created Dawson's Creek afterwards wrote, you know, I know what you did last summer. And I think that it ha- it really captures youth of that era mm-hmm. in a way that is, that was not being pandered to and that it wasn't, you know, dumb teenagers being killed by, you know, some, some tired franchise thing. Uh, and I think that that is why it had such staying power and was so, I was, yeah. I mean, like I was also like shocked. I was also a bit shocked going back to watch it now and like happy, I guess that there's not much. I don't think there's much in it that I was like, Usually when you go back and watch these, not that this movie, yeah. it's, it's pretty old at this point, but usually when you go back and watch these movies, like, you're like, Ooh. oh, God, yeah. that joke. There's, I don't feel like there's really much in there that is like super, well, there's I, no black bad. people or, or people of color in any way, but yeah. yeah, no, there was nothing like really bad because everything they're saying is like, you know, the, when they're like, oh, there's a dumb chick with big tits or yeah. whatever. Like that's not really offensive because they're joking around about the right. trope and like, um, and everything that is offensive is like the people who are saying it are mean and bad. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, your mother's a slut or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I will say that the plot of her being like, yeah, she's not having sex and her mom died less than a year ago. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, but that's meant to be yeah, yeah, insane. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like. I was like, Oh, these like incel killers going yeah. on here. Right. Um, which is, you know, oh, prescient today as yes. well. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, no, I just meant like, uh, yeah, obviously there, there's, always stuff when you go back but i just i didn't feel like there was anything that stood out like whoa like maybe we shouldn't be watching this or whatever right, right. You know, exactly <laughs> there was there I, I was glad that it was like that's i think another reason why it holds up so well because mm-hmm. they didn't resort to like you know really putting people down uh, or anything like that yeah um it's interesting because I didn't really know uh, that Henry Winkler was like in this movie and he's like <laughs> totally not credited. And I guess it said that he didn't want to like take attention away from the young actors, which is very sweet and cute. Yeah. But also I'm like, that would never happen today because if anything, like him being in it would like help people. But this was probably before he was in his real, like I'm doing cameos yeah. left and right. Yeah, before like the early one. Yeah. I, was, I was like, was it more about because he was such an asshole and weird <laughs> that he didn't want to be, kn- I mean, I everyone's going to know. Yeah, it's he him, said he so. didn't want to take attention away from them, yeah. so, which makes sense. That's very cute. But yeah. 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 He's fantastic in this movie. Well, and then what's the deal with like, 
Liv Schreiber. Like, it, <laughs> why was he in it? Just for some uh, news footage of uh, yeah. <laughs> the kill. Like, was he friends with somebody, or was he just not that famous yet, or like what the? I'm not sure what about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I forgot to look it. There's also it. a Linda Blair cameo. Right. Um, yeah, she yeah she's the and then, uh, um, one of the Robert reporters. Yeah. I assumed that was him. Oh, I think I think oh. that's actually Wes Craven. Oh, yeah, that's Wes Craven? Yeah, Wes Craven? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just assumed. I was like, that's got to be. The janitor that's yeah. like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just up his front. Yeah. yeah. I do like, uh, yeah, the, you know, um, there's that one part where Tatum 2 is like, you sound like Wes Carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. I mean, you know, uh, it's just great that they get to, you know, poke fun at all the horror tropes. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there's... Uh, there's just so much in this movie that I'm like, oh, this is a movie that is like made for people who love horror, people who love mm-hmm. sequels, people who love movies in general. It's like, mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why it has maintained because it also is like a gateway for a lot of people like me at that age or younger people, you know, like maybe teenagers as well, like into all these things about horror and stuff. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this was the first thing they saw and now they're like, oh man, I got to go back and watch like Halloween. Yeah. About it's almost like a, and- a course, you know, a crash course. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards you feel like, Oh, I like sat and took a very entertaining class yeah. and now I can dissect all of the future. Horror You're forever going to remember watch. that uh, Jason was not the killer. And right. Oh the yeah. Third yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny because that, I like I said I was watching that with these yeah. with these roommates and obviously I know that and so the movie I like when he asked for that I was like no it's not Jason it's the mom and they're like why do you know that I'm like well obviously I know that and I also think that that is a weirdly that baton pass of that kind of I think that a lot of that 70s classic horror I mean there's a there's long sequences of this movie where Halloween is just playing yeah, um, a and, lot of it. and yes. I and I think that that kind of crystallizing in that of the moment, you know, youth culture and having everybody in that movie really give a shit about, you know, all of these movies that Wes and all of his friends had made 20 or 30 years ago at that point. Um, I, I don't know. I think that that we might not have the rich, robust horror culture that we have now if it wasn't for that kind of revitalization mm-hmm. and also kind of making fun of it and also making something new of it. Like, it's a very inclusive you know, we're going to do this meta geeky thing, but it's like, come on in. It'll be, you know, you'll still, you, yeah. you, th- there's still going to be blood. Don't worry. And like having it, it's like having it in uh, such a huge movie like this, having all that nerdy discussion and stuff really mm-hmm. like solidifies the like horror canon and everything for like a whole another generation yep. where they hear the, these people like gushing over all these like horror rules and all these things. Yep. It's like, it, it really like sets that like our generation up for um, mm-hmm. the love of horror that's out there now. Well, it's cool too, because it sets up all these rules that it tells you and it sticks with them, but also subverts them at the mm-hmm. exact same time, which is pretty cool or choose, you know, picks and chooses yep. when to do it uh, in order to, you know, get around what you think is coming. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I know. They give you all the answers. Totally. They give you all the clues, Mr. Policeman. But, I know. Uh, <laughs> you know. I, I know one meta thing that went over my head, like, obviously, when I first watched it, because I didn't know any of the people in it, or, but like the part when, like, Jamie can Right. Is screaming, <laughs> yeah. Jamie. 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 Look behind you, Jamie. Come on. And, like, Ghostface is back there. It's like, oh, man. And also, like, fuck, Ghostface, the icon, the mm-hmm. icon of that, like, mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. And the fact that they, you know, I, I watch, there's like some very, you know, not really too much to, 
to to watch it, uh, like special features that I watched, mm-hmm. uh, and that basically I guess when they were location scouting, they found a mask that mask at one of these locations, and they tried to like they tried to um, apparently they tried to like you know make their own version of it or something, and sure. eventually just ended up licensing that mask. Because it was like too perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. That's so, amazing. is the original mask supposed to be a take on the painting? Uh, yes. Okay. It is. Okay. Yeah. That's what I so I think they I think they end up having to license that. So much skinnier than the painting. Mm, yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Plastic ain't cheap. It's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> and Ghostface, man, I don't know. I love Ghostface as just like a killer because I love like one other thing that I just love about this movie is that he seems you know like the the Ghostface killer is such like a just like seems like a normal person and gets the shit kicked out of them yeah. all the time. Well, no, yeah, it, ma- it makes it more scary because they do get away. Yeah. But like, and then he keeps coming in a way that's like... I love that it's yeah. just like, it just seems like, oh, it's just some dude in the thing. Yeah. And, and like, he's still going to get you, but yeah, you're going to like kick him and throw shit at him and he's going to fall down and be like, fuck, I need to get up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think it's like that. that is part of like the endearing quality of Ghostface. Right. Yeah, it really is. Right, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I can tell you about like... Wh- how I went through this, trying yeah. to guess. I was um, like, we, I don't oh, yeah. know if we have oh, yeah. to talk through like the whole plot. But oh yeah, like, let's, yeah. So, I would love your the emotional experience, right? Right. right. So I was definitely like, okay, you know, there's a lot going on here. Like, oh, it's not gonna. I I went back and forth on like, it is the boyfriend, it isn't the boyfriend, sure. and they said it, and then. For a while, for for quite a while, I was really convinced. Like, I don't know how or why, but I think maybe it's Rose McGowan because she's yeah. just such a bad friend. Yeah. Which is like, I, maybe they did it that way so that it would be kind of a red herring, but I don't really think so because I think most people wouldn't think it's her yeah. unless you've seen. So, but she was just like such a crappy friend. She's like, well, you know, your mom was a whore. Yeah. Like, you know, and she's like, I mean, come on. I mean, you, you are no, not Tatum. having sex with him maybe he did try to kill you you know i mean what do you want but i think it was just kind of like uh, her attitude but then i was like no no and then at a certain point i really did i was like okay if we're listening to the rules here that jamie kennedy gave in the video store and we're you know actually like hearing what they're saying i was like i think at this point it has to be more than one person mm-hmm. so i was like there's definitely two and that are still involved and um you know, it was getting narrowed down, obviously, but I, I, then for a while, I was I, like, Dewey kind of came back in the picture, and I was like, oh, maybe he's involved, but he's just so stupid, I don't yeah, really think stupid so. Stupid and sweet. Yeah, and then we, we it was really getting down to the end, and my roommates kept saying, like, oh, we think it's Shaggy or whatever. Like, they just called him Shaggy the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I don't even know what his name was. <laughs> Matthew, but, Lillard. Matthew Lillard. No, oh, but, I know that, but yeah. the character, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, what is the- Shaggy. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, Sean or something. It's like Stewart. 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 Okay. Stu. Stu. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then, but then I really started to feel like okay, it was the boyfriend. But then, but then they had sex, and so I was kind of like, well, I don't know. But yeah, I, I think when it, it did click for me when I was really like, it clearly has to be two people at this point because you can't. That's impressive. Turn back on all of the rules. Yeah. You know, like he gave all these rules. And so we have to stick to some of them. And they're going to subvert some of them, which I was pretty sure was the sex rule. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure she lives because I knew <laughs> she was going to be in later movies. Right. And I also had heard discourse before about how uh, it's really great that she... Uh, 
you know, had sex and survived and like nothing happened to her as a direct result of that sex other than like, you know, the trauma. And of course, you know, like, but, but it wasn't like, Oh, you had sex and now you must die. It was like, okay, well you did have sex, but Oh, well, you know? Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be her, but yeah, I really did. I was like, okay, it's gotta be two guys at this point. And then I, but I did keep thinking about Drew Barrymore being like, well, mm-hmm. what was the point of killing her if it's the boyfriend? And I, yeah, but right. I, so yeah, it did kind of, it did really keep me guessing up to the very end. Um, were, were you thrown off by the, uh, the, uh, um, boyfriend Billy or whatever, getting, getting like stabbed and seemingly killed uh, in the bedroom? I think so. Yeah. But then as we were kind of getting, uh, closer, I was like, well, either it, either one or both of him and Jamie Kennedy is not really dead yet because yeah. somebody is going to have to pop up at yeah. the end. Yeah. So, um, well, the, so yeah. and they also have the comments about the blood. Yes. And he has very bright red fake blood. Right. Right. Well, and then the, I think the main thing for me was the line, I think when they're in their video store and I don't even remember which one of them says it, but they're like, well, what would be the motive? And he's like, it's the new millennium. You don't even need yeah, a motive. Right. And so that, that I kept, that was what told me like, okay, some of the rules will be broken because yeah. they specifically said that you don't need a motive for everything. Yeah. And so I knew something. So I, I used that to be like, okay, that's what Drew Barrymore was, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And Randy just being totally spot on about the dad being a red herring. And yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Um, I mean, their plan was pretty good, except yeah. that they were too crazy. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got overzealous. So, yeah. yeah stabbing each other. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I was watching it with uh, my wife and, uh, she, um, she had seen it before, but like she didn't remember anything right. about it, and she was like constantly asking, like, "So who is it, or whatever?" Yeah, and she thought for a little bit that it was the cameraman. Uh, mm. Well, yeah, because he was one of the few people left. It's got to be someone yeah. we met. I was like, yeah. "They're not bringing that role, right?" You know, so it's I not going to be some someone totally. Yeah, it got to the very end, and I was like, "It's either the cameraman, the boyfriend, the dad, or you know." stew or whatever and yeah. then yeah and then i was like yeah but i really feel like it's got to be more than one of them and then that was <laughs> right yeah yeah that's great um i just think uh what else what else is uh i mean this movie is just full of like iconic the other like tatum's death is another like totally yeah. iconic oh boy iconic moment the ele- uh the, the garage, uh, garage door, door. Yeah. Uh, i always forget like i remember Every time I watch it, I remember that she gets killed by the garage door, yeah. but I forget that they have that like split second close up of her face getting smashed. Smash, yeah. And it's so brutal and gross. Um, but yeah, and uh, I, don't, I still don't even know like which one of them did it accidentally killed her. But then I was like, it doesn't really matter because they didn't actually even kill her. Like <laughs> the garage door did, yeah. you know, like and she climbed in there. So it is know. funny how like it happens and, he, and then Ghostface kind of seems like, Mm, all, all right, right. Yeah, well, bye. Well, yeah. It, it happened. Um, there's that that clip. Uh, uh, there's so many. I, I had to cut these clips out because, like, you know, we're a sequel. Please, players. absolutely. Uh, th- this clip from Tatum actually, like, I've heard it pop up on TikTok or whatever. Like oh, okay. people people use it virally nowadays. But this is a classic one. No, please don't kill me, Mister Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> That's a good one. Um, but uh, what else is there? Um, I mean, you know, I just love to Matthew Lillard is so great. He's just like just going nuts in this movie. Yeah, really yeah. Is. He 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 did 
more than most of all these. Yeah, and I just, I yeah. just like really like my. I really remember him just being like so like distraught at the end too, just being like, "I think you hurt me too much, man." Like, oh, what did you do? He's very funny in that moment where he's just like, "You should call the police." It's like I'm a sensitive boy. Like, I love yeah. <laughs> peer pressure. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think I'm dying. Remember so when he was great. in uh, Twin Peaks? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. classic. But he goes on to this amazing rant too. Face it, baby. These days, you gotta have a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like watching it again and being like, "Yes, this is the movie built <laughs> for sequel, sequel rights, yeah. full of crazy references." And just you wait till we get to this the the next movies. I mean, th- you know, it's just like lots of stuff going. Yeah, on. I do want to talk about Courtney Cox, and yes, David Arquette, sure. like. Oh my God! Do you um, think they would fall in love in this uh, instance? Oh yeah. God! I mean, maybe because they're just both so terrible. Um, <laughs> she's obviously a horrible journalist, uh, completely corrupt. no morals. No morals. Um, and then he is like the dumbest. Uh, but he gets a nice cream. Sure. <laughs> um, he's just so sweet. But just the fact that it's like we're setting this curfew, and I'm gonna, and he's like, oh, let me drop you off at the party, and then let me go into the party and bring <laughs> yeah. the journalist who yeah. I was trying to keep he's, you away from, and then yeah, he's delightfully dopey. I, I think I, I love, he was a little bit more than uh, he I, was I, crossing I, over the delightful <laughs> line for me. I do. I find very endearing when he's walking with her out to to find the car, and he's like, do you know what that constellation is? And she's like, no, what? He's like I was asking you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like I really don't know. No. Yeah. And I do think it's funny that her name wondered. was Gail Weathers, and she like talked about how she, um, you know, should be a meteorologist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but in LA we really did have a spat of mm. people who had like Dallas Rains. Really. We had Dallas Rains, Johnny Jackson Mountain. Storm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I forget who some of the other ones Johnny were. Mountain. Johnny Mountain and Dallas Rains were the two main ones. In, in Las really Vegas there time. was uh, I believe Nathan Tannenbaum. <laughs> oh. It's not about the weather. <laughs> Nathan Tannenbaum. True. Well, I guess is a t- Tannenbaum is a Christmas tree, yeah. right? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. They just have ridiculous names in general. They don't have yeah. to be weather related. Yeah. But the Johnny Mountain and Dallas Reigns were pretty, pretty mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. L.A. ones at that moment. But um, I do like that part when she gets punched. It's pretty great. Yeah, it is good. Nev yes. Campbell is awesome in this movie. She yes, is. she is. Also, like, do you, is it a intentional pun that the like guy that is uh, in jail for the mom's murder is named Cotton Weary? Yeah. Like, I was like, is that like supposed to be a, a play on words? <laughs> I don't know. Like he's he's caught and weary. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't maybe. Know. Maybe. I wasn't quite sure. And then yeah, I also did entertain some ideas of that. Gail Weathers was somehow in cahoots with Cotton sure. Weary, but nah, not really. Because um, she was writing the book and everything. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, another moment that I enjoy in this movie is when, like, they hear like, "Oh, like, the principal's been gutted and he's hanging from the the, the field goal," and then like, everybody yeah. runs out of the party like, "Oh, we gotta go see it before they take him down." Yeah, we were like, we were watching that. It was like, that is so fucked up. It's really bad. Yeah, I was like, would I have been like that? I don't think so. I don't no. want to go see that. Or when they're like, "Oh, school, all classes are canceled because there's a murder," and everyone's like, "Yeah," you know. I know. You you would think that uh, yeah I don't know yeah Stu never seen he Stu's always excited and like you mm-hmm. know well I guess at this point there's only been like what one school shooting there's been Columbine but right, right? 
I don't know what year was Columbine. Uh, what, I, I don't remember what year that was either. The Columbine was 99. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no school shooting. So, they're like, oh, yeah, a murderer running on the loose? Who yeah, cares? It was like, I did, like, rewatching it, I was like, I did think it was a little bit weird that it just seemed like everyone was just waiting for the next murder to happen right. and not, like, trying to, not really trying to solve anything. They were just like, well, uh, even the reporters were like, there's been one murder so far. Who's going to be next? Yeah. You know? I was like, that's so fucked up. But uh, I guess that's. I feel like now, if you tell the kids like classes are canceled, go home. There's a murderer. They're like, okay, and they all go and just (laughs) do it because they're like, yep, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that's rough. uh, So yeah, we could talk about um, dimension, the secret Weinstein label. Oh yeah, uh, secret Weinstein label under under Disney. What do you have? What do you have to say about it? I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it, and. you know, I don't. I didn't watch Rose McGowan like telling the story uh, videos because at some point you can. Sh- I just was like, I don't want to watch this. But I um, read about it, and you know, she was uh, raped by Harvey Weinstein in 1997. So it was actually after this movie. So he was involved with this movie, but yeah, he was uh, listed as an executive. Yeah, but producer. from from what I was reading, even just like the general stuff about the development, it seems like Bob was actually a lot more the one involved kind of this doing one. this yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously both of their names got on everything. But yeah, it didn't seem like she even met Harvey until after mm-hmm. uh, the movie, and there was a Sundance incident um, in '97. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That sucks because you can't really watch it without like mm-hmm. thinking about that, especially because their names I'd, their names are still like contractually right up front, yes. and so you're like, oh, ew, gross, Weinstein, and we and had just then wa- you see Rose McGowan, and you're like, oh crap, is that this? Is yeah, this when you know? Exactly. And that you used to spend the whole time thinking about that. I had just I had just recently watched She Said as well, right? And I, and I was like, yeah, that was on my mind the whole time. I was yeah. Like, oh god, is this when this happened? Like, I don't yeah, know exactly. all the details. Like, fuck. And so I guess like. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just a it's a movie. It's a piece of art from a, a particular moment. So I think it's probably okay to like still just enjoy the film. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, especially knowing that well, it doesn't matter when it happened. But yeah, you do kind of you become very preoccupied with like, oh wait, when yeah. is this? What was this? Like, you know, there were all these like I watched the uh, quick like behind the scenes and they had like interviews. It, it was just like. Uh, asking the cast and crew what their like favorite scary movie was. And there were all these like executive producers and stuff. And I was just like, are these some of the people that like didn't mm. say anything? And all right. this? I, I, yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about that, but it looked like, I mean, obviously those are on DVD extras, so they're not going to show anything weird, but I don't know. It seemed like the set was okay, but yeah, it's who knows? I big, don't really know. Uh, I kind of wish we could just like erase him from yes. history. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? But I think that's like illegal, right? To go back and take every, someone's name out of a movie just because we don't like them anymore. I'm no, sure yeah, you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, although it's really although bad. Wonder Woman 1984, you could wish it that way. <gasps> that's Ooh. true. That's true. But then we'd have to renounce our wish. So you could use the wishing star yeah. from Puss in Boots. Ooh. To- <laughs> yeah. oh, We're man. figuring this out. We're figuring it yeah. out. Yeah. There's ways, you guys. There's ways. Uh, but I guess I one thing I did uh, like about it was that because it was Miramax, there's like a billion clerks posters and yeah. tapes in the yes. movie all over the place. Like. <laughs> 
Um, which I'm like, I don't think any of these kids would have really been watching Clerks, but maybe. But I mean, that's also like the, the, the A, this movie's very 90s. There's, yes. you know, there, there's wood paneling and TVs and, and video stores, but like it is kind of doing the Clerks thing of talking about movies within the movie sure. in this meta way yeah. that I think is, is, was emerging at this time, but had not happened in the horror genre. Yeah. I was watching this and I was like, oh my God, they're using Nick Cave, Red Right Hand. Oh yeah. This mm-hmm. is going to be Tyler's favorite film. Do, do you know what? Let's let's just talk about <laughs> the soundtrack mm-hmm. is uh, one of those that I'm sure that everybody had the CD. Uh, and I was thinking like, oh man, was this the last, like, this is a thought that I had as I was watching the movie, Justin. And I was like, was this the last great movie soundtrack? And then I was like, nope. And I actually know what it is. And it's one that you worked on. <laughs> Me? Yes. <laughs> like the Twilight stuff? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think, that that are, is, yeah. I think that is the last, like, you know, soundtrack that people had on a CD. Of like, yeah, yeah. right. Of like original songs. Oh, on like in the physical movie. media. Well, or, I don't know. A lot of people like Black Panther. That's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That one's pretty good. That's yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> No, I, yeah, you're, you, but th- also like, they're just like, not even just original songs, just like licensed songs. Right. The, yeah. It was, it was much more of a thing in the nineties than it was. Yeah. And it is now. The one I had was Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Well, uh, the other, the other movie that came out in 96 that I definitely had the soundtrack for and Justin did as well was Space Jam. So. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you're God. Bu- you're bugging. It's such like <laughs> Space Jam soundtrack referenced constantly. Yeah, this one had like a cover of Don't Fear the Reaper while yep. they're mm-hmm. getting busy in the beginning. Um, you know, I was like, there's a moment where they use schools out. Oh, yeah. By yeah. Hell's Cooper, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you can't use the song like that anymore. It's too yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, there's a Moby track where I was like, oh, did this come out around the same time as the Born Identity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was my thought. Um, but yeah, and then like Marco uh, Beltrami does the uh, yeah. score, right? It must have been kind of early in his Yeah, it definitely career. was. Yeah, and they recently just like, um, I think uh, they recently just put out like vinyl of all the, the oh, first cool. few score. Because uh, I think yeah. he does like, um, I think he does almost all of them, but. But uh, the score was very like you know like nineties industrial yeah. type stuff. It was it was all right. I don't know if I'd want to listen to it on vinyl. Nah, I almost bought. Do you want to listen to everything on vinyl? I almost bought it, but I was like, do I like this score? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the scream score, so I didn't buy it. But um, yeah, I don't know what el- what else is there. Anything else, uh, Elis, that you wanted to mention that you were just like. I don't think so. Uh, that was most of it. I mean, the camera stuff, you, t- Tyler, you talked about like the distortion yeah. or whatever, and I'm sure it was happening the entire time, but it, I didn't clock it like cognitively mm-hmm. until like the, the Henry Winkler uh, yeah. time. I think because maybe that one was like, indoors and in office and yeah, a very yeah. like contained space. I love that sequence though too. It's like it takes a five minutes out of the movie for this little short film for Henry right. to be, like, But I'm sure that that it. was happening even in the cold open and in the, the yeah. Ned Campbell one but because I didn't have a good idea of the geography of the homes yeah, yeah, or yeah. I, I didn't I just didn't notice it. Yeah, the and then the Henry Winkler nuts. one since it's such a small office I was like oh my god the yeah. camera's all over you know like yeah, yeah. whoa this is so crazy and then I was like oh no wait they were definitely probably doing that the whole yeah, time because yeah. then I started noticing it in <laughs> yeah, every yeah, action yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah it's just like the whole movie's almost on fisheye it's, it's really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah. 
and, it, and, it, and incredibly effective. Like it's, yeah. it works great. Although, why do you think that that principal had so many changes of clothes in his closet? <laughs> he had like a lot. Well, does of he live of clothes? He I was kind of like, does. what is going on here? But oh well. And also, it was like, I understand now that uh, they were being kid gloves with her because of what she went through with her mom but when the police first interviewed her and she came to the principal's office the way that he was like hey sweetie and like touching her chin and like rubbing her shoulder I was like what is with this principal is yeah. he the creep you know but <laughs> yeah. I think it just ended up was like oh right they think she's gonna fall apart any second yeah. I get it now yeah but yeah gross <laughs> well he gets his comeuppance for being too harsh he on the sure kids. Yeah. does <laughs> does he take that principles yeah yeah uh the kills are brutal in this movie actually but yeah uh before we get into a rating system what is your favorite kill of this movie i mean gosh it's got to be the uh the cold uh, open no um i was gonna say the garage door yeah <laughs> That's like the most, the cold open is terrifying and it's gross that they are just totally, you know, disemboweled and whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, they, 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 they like cut open that dude in the chair real quick. Rick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one thing my roommates were like, how did the guy do that? I'm like, oh, they yeah. turned the lights off and then it's like, turn him back on. And yeah. Then, and then he's like, got his guts out and I'm like, oh, well, it's sure. not like he just sliced it and the guts were falling. The guts were like fully on display. It was intense. <laughs> They're like, look again. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I, I think it's got to be the um. It's got to be the the garage door for me. Mm. I think it's cold open for me. Cold open. Yeah. I don't know. I had. A, I didn't really. The only other thing I was gonna say is that I did go and watch like the start of Scary Movie, sure. and uh, one uh, we're talking about movies that you go back to and they're offensive. That's like number yeah. one. <laughs> I, I remember being like, these are the fucking funniest movies I've seen in my life back in the day. And I'm like, there's just constantly things you were like, eh. I mean, those movies are just like not built to last. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, and we ran into the same thing when we watched those freaking naked gun and you know, it, cause yeah. it's like, this is funny literally right then and mm-hmm. barely even, you know, yeah. a year later. So like the, the one cool thing is that like I, so I watched like the first I watched maybe the first 20 minutes or so. And like the first like few scenes are like straight, like almost copies of uh, of scream. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are even like moments that they take like the lines, like completely out of the original film. Cause it was also like, you know, Weinstein produced and dimension release and stuff. So there's some funny stuff in the beginning and things that I remember. Cause I watched that back in the day. And then eventually it switches over to, I know what you did last summer. Cause this came out in 2000 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, but it was a little bit, there's like some funny moments, but I was really like, Oh, it would have been fun if we like watch this and then watch scary movie. Nah, don't watch scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever saw him. Oh really? Yeah. Well, you're not missing much. I just think it was interesting that there is like a, uh, a, like a one to one following of Scream for about the first fifteen minutes, or yeah. so, which is kind of fun. But that's about it. I, I guess it's not a kill, but I did just like the two guys stabbing each other. Yeah, uh, no, that, that's, so. that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fun stuff. I I do. I always enjoy the two. Like this is the part where the where the killer like comes back to life for one last guy. Yeah, yeah. And he literally goes. Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> Shoots him right in there. <laughs> Not in my movie. Although, why does she have to dress dress up like Ghostface? 
Oh, That's what, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, why did she have to put the costume on to jump out like that? Stab him with an umbrella? I guess just yeah. to scare him, but eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, All right, Tyler, go for it. Okay. Um, I guess how many Officer Dewey ice cream cones would you give? <laughs> That is so funny because he's just like, "What are you doing, Dewey?" And he's like, "I'm watching the, uh, I'm watching over the kids." But I, and then he like never comp- explains why he went to get ice, ice cream, cream. And, it like, <laughs> and it just eats it the entire time. Yeah, it's kind of like, mm, it is. Are you watching? It's him? it's pretty great. You got ice cream. Yeah, I found that scene hilarious. Um, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I think nine. I'm gonna give it nine. Officer Dewey ice creams. I mean, like yeah. this is like. This is like a, you know, I guess it's not super modern anymore, but it's like a horror classic yeah. that, that like really going back, like is still extremely enjoyable. You, you, someone who like, like Elis, who has seen a million movies and is watching it now for the first time can still, well, I, I guess I don't know your rating, but you can still find enjoyment in it, even yeah. though you also are probably a little bit aware of like all the parodies and everything. Yeah. It's just like really well-crafted. Wes Craven at the top of his game, yep. like bringing a new franchise to us and it's still going this day and like still really successful. And I think that's a sign of how good this movie is. Um, and I just like, it's really fun to, it's still really fun to watch. And I'm glad, it's great. like I said earlier that there's not like a bunch of things. There's not like a ton of things in it that make me go like, ew, I wouldn't want to watch this again or whatever. It's, it's a just, classic. It's just really well done. There's things that apparently have been burned into my nightmares or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, and I just think that's a sign of a great horror film, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I will also give it nine ice cream cones because, oh! yeah, I just didn't – I really just couldn't guess the ending, um, which is pretty unusual for me. And um, I think it really holds up, like, pretty well. And, um, yeah, I think – uh, even all the things we've seen since then that are very meta um, don't diminish the you know achievements of this movie, and um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was overall just really clever, and I, I love all the meta stuff. Sweet, so. yeah, Tyler. Uh, we're gonna go full triple nines here. Triple it nines. Is, it is nine ice cream cones for me, and I think that it's just a really special movie and you say you know Wes Wes Craven at the top of his game and it's like he he, you know he did a bunch of stuff in the 80s like it was almost like a a return like I I think there were some people that were like yeah he's done let's 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 have him do this movie and and see what we can do and it just tapped into it's so current and of its time it's so classic into everything that it taps into Um, it does a lot of stuff technically that I think is underrated for of of how it kind of made this new it tied the old narrative filmmaking styles of those seventy slashers into something more modern uh, that had I, I'm pretty sure this was shot on film, but like it yeah. had some beginnings of digital language uh, within it, and yeah, I just think that it's one of these things that's. Um, I'm always going to love when when an old master comes in and says, this is how you fucking do a genre movie. Yeah, I mean, I know it's like, you know, I, I know he makes fun of, uh, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. And like mm-hmm. right before this, 
you know, like two years before this, he had done new nightmare. Um, and then he did vampire in Brooklyn and then came back for scream in 1996. And I just like, yeah, I mean, just the, the I, I know I already talked about this earlier, but just the fact that this came out on December 20th and nowadays if a horror movie came out on December 20th or anywhere near Christmas, people would be like, what are you doing? I think like yeah. it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. There's not many horror movies coming out and they're not going to come out and be a huge phenomenon at that time of year. Nowadays it's like, Oh, the ones you want to be like a big zeitgeist phenomenon. They come out in January. January. Or something. They're they're Exactly. Like no, no one's like, Oh, the families are going to want to go see scream on Christmas. And so the fact that this came out then and was like huge thing and is still going this day is like, that's just like right there. Like, Oh my God, huge movie. I could have probably given it a 10. I don't know why I said, I was going to ask you guys what kept you from giving it a 10 because I know what I would say, but I, I don't know. Honestly, I could probably give it a 10. Yeah. I, I, peer pressure. pressure. (laughs) pressure. Yeah. Maybe just, Uh, maybe just the thought of like, for me, the thought of was like, oh, should a ten be like one of my favorite movies of all time or something? Like, yeah, we've given tens before. Yeah, we have. have. I think. True. I think. Um, I know it's not fair to judge, you know, past movies by today's standards or whatever, but I do think there could have been somehow just without beating you over the head with it, just a little bit more of a button on the sex thing yeah. and the um and how you know she overcomes the the fact that she had sex with this guy and you know uh somehow it could have been brought around just a little bit more and then also and, and i think i'm uh probably more than 90 percent sure that some later movies in this franchise will deal with this but yeah if not travis um <laughs> travis is his name in tremors if jamie kennedy's Randy. character had had like a black co-worker who was like and also it's stupid that you're all white and there's yeah. no black people in this <laughs> yeah. town. And, and you know, and that means I'm probably going to die for, you know, something like sure. that. I think some of the, I'm pretty sure some of the later movies have black people and we will get that commentary, but um, yeah, I mean, it does, um, it does make sense that it would be this like podunk town and that they're all white. But yeah, the fact that no one fully mentioned it um, is, yeah. If you'll indulge me, I just want to tell a quick Wes Craven story. Sure. Oh, yeah. Go that, for it. Um, the Arclight, rest in peace, had a amazing filmmaker series where a director could pick whatever movie that they wanted to screen and then screen it. And people could buy tickets and then they'd do a Q&A afterwards with like maybe the director of that movie would be there or maybe it would just be a conversation. And Wes Craven picked Children of Men mm. and did a screening at the Dome at the Arclight. And we all watched Children of Men. He sat in the theater and we all watched it. And then... We like it was just he just talked about it with a bunch of film nerds for like it was a two hour Q and A afterwards. It what? Just, and it's like it's not <laughs> even his crazy. movie. Oh my god! Uh, and, and 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 talking about you know the the one takes and the wides and you know everything that's happening there and the ending and how it's tied into his work and it was just this that's just so this sweet beautiful yeah. gift of an evening and that's he's so cool. he is a uh, and and and. I, he's passed. It's a, yeah, yeah passed I was away. gonna say it's a real bummer that he's no longer with us. Yeah, uh, uh, but it is just one of the um, one of the more magical evenings that I've got to have in in living in Los Angeles, and just a, a a sweet guy who loved the reason that this movie I think is what it is is because he was that type of guy. He loves all of those movies. He loves everything that went into them, and was curious and. Um, respectful of the audiences that he was making things for. 
yeah. and and wanted to make things that didn't insult their intelligence. And that is how you get to this meta horror that honors the past and and plays with those expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily for us, uh, we're going to be having lots more West Com- Craven conversations mm-hmm. as we West Carpenter. Can- West Carpenter conversation <laughs> as we continue on because he does uh, direct some more of the sequels here, um, including Scream 2, which will right. be coming up next. And honestly, I was thinking about this. I was like, ah, it's a little bit refreshing for us that uh, we're on a franchise where it's just numbers. Just yep. numbers. Man. <laughs> it's, it's not like Scream 2, Ghostface is back. <laughs> scream 2. Two scream 2, Screamier. Yeah, right? yeah. Scream, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, there's no, there's no stupid subtitles. It's just Scream 2. Scream 2, Death Whale. Yeah. <laughs> Although. A Knives Out story. <laughs> or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> a mystery. A Knives Out mystery. A Knives Out Sorry. Mystery. My bad. Uh, and much, much like the, uh, you know, Scream, most recent Scream to Scream 6, it is just one year later, 1997. Scream whoa, 2. Right okay. Away. And have you seen that one, Tyler? Uh, no. Oh, okay. What? So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. The, uh, yeah. Do you know anyone who's in it? I'm assuming Nev Campbell's in it still. I don't know. Oh, not, you're asking about two. Uh, I, I'm still going to say no. No? Uh, I, like, I, I bet, I bet we'll, I'll, we'll come back next week and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, I feel you like know what? I do for sure because there was a bunch of headlines recently about it. So I know that Jamie Kennedy is in it and mm. I know his fate because uh, that rec- there was a bunch of articles about it yeah. uh, for some reason recently. So I did that was spoiled for me. But yeah, uh, I have no idea who the killer might be or why they're killing. Yeah, so. well, you're, we're going to find out. Um, I think there's some iconic stuff in number two as well. So uh, okay. we'll, we'll see here um, when we come back next week talking about Scream 2 on our way up to Scream 6, um, if you're following along with us. And yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you guys want to watch Scream 2 to keep up, I think you do have to rent this one. I don't think it's streaming anywhere for now. <laughs> if you want. Go to your local video store yeah. and rent it from Randy. Yeah. JK. Indeed. Uh, and uh, send us your suggestions for what we should do after this. Or, you know, if you want to come on and talk one of these, let me know. Uh, you can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at sequelrights. I got to update date the youtube we still have like a lot of views on it but (laughs) i need to like add more episodes yeah it's a lot of work we need an intern yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, please rate review or share uh this episode or one of your favorites out to your social network very much appreciated uh it is people doing that that spares you from having to listen to us read bad copy about a mattress to you That's right. That's right. Well, thanks for being here this week. And, you know, don't worry because we'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) You're breaking the rules. Oh, breaking rules left and right. See you guys next week for Scream 2. Take a little walk to the edge of town and go across the track. Where the viaduct looms like a bird of doom as a ship. And crack where secrets lie in the border fires and the humming wires. Yeah, man, you know you're never coming back. Past the square, past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. <laughs>